my G's, y'all should know what it is. It is BKAY. It's one half of the Blurs and Clips podcast right here on the Pro 3 ENT Network. Joined, as always, by... Tamika Frankenstein in this bitch. How y'all doing? <laughs> my nigga is not only award-winning, but he is additionally critically acclaimed. My nigga Vig. How does it feel to be critically acclaimed? Damn it, I said Tamika Frankenstein. But anyway, um, nigga don't feel like shit. Nobody gives a fuck. Ain't no extra money in my pocket. I mean, but is that what it's all about? No, but it, but that's all the people care about. I guess you got a point. Niggas don't give a fuck about nothing. Because you can't have haters nothing unless they think you're getting paid. You're right, though. Yeah, because if niggas, I mean, like, yeah, who hates on a broke person? Well, niggas do. But. I was about to say, actually, niggas in Cleveland, because niggas, there's plenty of broke niggas in Cleveland and shit that hate each other viciously, nigga. Yeah. And just make fucking social media posts all goddamn day about nothing. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, y'all niggas, blah, 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 and yo, you know, beep, 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 boop, boop, boop. Shut the fuck up. Anyway. <laughs> hey. You eat a dick, nigga. You eat a dick. <laughs> Ain't nobody trying to hear that shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's essentially how we be feeling about Add it. Add something to society, nigga. So, we are back on another Saturday. As always, live on Twitch where you can be joining in, participating in the show. You could wait until Sunday when we drop on all the DSPs, streaming services for the lay folk. Every Saturday when we go live, we get it popping for y'all to be able to interact with us. If you want to interact with us another way, you always, of course, can hit us up at blurredsandclips at gmail.com with questions, concerns, comments, show topics, you know, things of the sort. Hit and, my and, DM with the nudes. Yeah, uh, of course. Ladies, now, you always. Ladies, ladies. Right. Ladies. You always are more than welcome to send over them thanks. They would actually be greatly appreciated. So, yeah. Vig, what's new for you this week? I pooped today. Okay, look at that. Accomplishments. Well, I poop every day, so that's... That also accomplishments, because mad niggas don't. You know what? I, I do take that for granted because I think about that shit like even at my age, niggas be like, yeah, I ain't take a shit like nigga. I take a shit every day. Like, I don't, I, I, I'm I, sorry for you if you didn't, but you know. Hey man, niggas ain't, niggas ain't regular, man. They ain't getting no fiber in their diet, dog. I guess, or, you know, I guess for all you eating is ass and hot Cheetos, nigga, you ain't gonna poop a lot. Uh, I mean. Oh, are you revealing something? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Nah, um, man, listen, we back at y'all again, as always. Blurs, black nerds, clips, whatever the fuck we feel like talking about. It's mostly going to cover TV, movies, and video games. Of course, you know, uh, we're going we gonna to eventually find out what the hell Vig been, been fucking working out on the goddamn sticks. Uh, PS4 game, correct? Um, yeah, no, I don't play shit. You the one that's been playing more... Regularly to me, when playing on the Switch and playing Bruh, Zelda and shit. Like, because I that goddamn, shit. man, look, it's something about, nigga, the nostalgia of Zelda, my nigga. Like, it's, that's, it's all I have. Well, I, I bought a couple of games. Um, but, like, nigga, I, I got Breath of the Wild. Then I got the fucking game before. 
<laughs> which is like the 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 one that they put out after, which is the prequel to Breath of the Wild, um, the uh, Hyrule Warriors or whatever. And I bought fucking Smash Brothers just so I could pick Link and beat the shit out of motherfuckers with him. So like, nigga, all my gaming is is gonna pretty much revolve around Link. Oh, you not and you not on with View Unity on fucking third? No, that would be a. I think it's Mondays for them. Um, smashing. Oh no! Well, see, I haven't. I, see, this is the thing. Like, I'm trying to be disciplined enough to just play the one game and try to beat it instead of like fucking with other ones, uh, which also may be fun. And then I'll be like super useless. So, yep, yeah, I'm gonna just beat this game first before I open up the other ones. Yeah, you a fucking weirdo. But anyway, um. Still, that's that's two entirely different things. And again, with um, and, and shout out to the View Unity. That that's the the homies. They're raising money for the babies. Yeah, um, out here in gaming the for charity and shit. Check that out. View Unity Gaming. Look that shit up. Um, but still, you you defeated the purpose of my point and the fact that you are regularly halfway regularly. Regularly, <laughs> God damn it! Red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, God damn! If it wasn't for the fact that I, I so wanted to go off on the Anchorman two rap, when <laughs> that nigga was warming up. Oh yeah. <laughs> but anyway, anyway. All right, we ain't go wild out. Um, I'll wild out on somebody else's time. Um, but the fact that you've been playing something recently whether old or whatever you've been getting some shit in i ain't played shit in a minute and the last thing that i played outside of gta online which doesn't really count because that shit's been fucking going on for the last almost 80 years um i bought fucking um what did i get one i got the one sega uh collection that i also had on ps3 so it's like me having all of the games that i had on genesis having that shit on my ps3 and ps4 since I downloaded that shit. So I basically paid $30 for a bunch of games that I had fucking 30 years ago. Right. So it's like, I'm playing that stupid shit every now and then. Nigga playing fucking Golden Axe and Space Harrier too. Like, what the fuck? Like, this is pathetic. And I have all of this other shit that I just play and, or no, don't play, that I download and or pay for with all of the shit that comes with the PlayStation Network. But it's like, nigga, I just get all of this dope ass, you know, highly rated, highly critically acclaimed shit that I've never fucking fired up or fired up like once and don't take no time to do shit with. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, nigga, if I continue at the rate that I'm going, because like I was telling you, this this game has its main objective, right? So I'm just, I'm gauging this based on the things that I'm seeing happening in the game. So I, I encountered a fairy today playing. The fairy said, like, which took me forever, nigga. I've been playing this game for fucking weeks. The first time I played it was Jay's birthday, which was April 6th. So I've been playing the game for weeks now. Uh, I, I encountered a fairy who enhanced some of my armor. It was like, yeah, I got three other sisters out here in these streets that also give you some enhancements or whatever. Like, oh, okay, cool. So like Viagra, honey packs, whatever, cool. Um, that tells me, nigga, that I ain't nowhere near as far as I think I am. Not to mention, you have to unlock and, and uh, regain control of four divine machines that are supposed to help you fight Ganon ultimately in the end. Nigga, I unlocked the second of the four like two, three days ago. Nigga, so I am super far, nigga, from finishing this game. So I'm 
potentially close to about halfway to finishing this bitch. Not to mention I paid the $20 for the game expansion pack, nigga. So ain't no telling how much additional shit that there is that I bought myself into. I'm probably going to be playing this shit until like fucking August, nigga, at this rate. <clears throat> That's cute. So <laughs> you holler at me when you've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2 and you've been fucking around getting in fights, dirtying your honor up. And just to make sure that I don't get a bad ending, I had to spend hours upon hours of fishing by catching fish and throwing them shits back just to get good honor to build my shit back up. And that's just one little thing out of all the fucking things and all the time that I spent playing that game. Like, I want to play that shit again so bad, but I can't afford the time that it's going to take just to do that shit with the bad ending. For so many goddamn animals I hunted, for all the niggas that I robbed, for all of the dumb shit the motherfuckers I lassoed and hogtied and, and threw them off of cliffs and shit, like, nigga. So I feel your pain, but again, like... I didn't know that that's what niggas... Was, I didn't know that this is what was happening in, like, multiple joints out here in, in these yes, modern gaming streets. this is what you've been streets. missing. That's why we like, nigga, how are you... Like, I understand because you have a lot of shit going on where it's like, you don't want to put but so much time in of doing this shit that doesn't really accomplish anything. But as far as having your time eaten up by some shit, like, yeah, there's a plethora of shit out here to do just that. And for sure. And, and nigga, and, and like I said, I'm playing with me playing GTA five is one thing that has enough to do it, but I haven't played the story mode on that shit since I first got the PS4 version. So that was like the end of 2015. And I haven't really played it since then after I beat it on, PS3 back at the end of 2013. So you figure all of this shit's been going on all this time. But when Red Dead Redemption 2 hit, the the sheer amount of shit that you can do that has, again, just like that, nothing to do with the story is fucking ridiculous. And I took months upon months. I took almost the better part of a whole year. I think if I started playing that shit like in late October of um, 2018 when it dropped, I didn't actually finally beat it or let myself finally be, at least beat the main part of the story until uh, it was uh, about August of 2019. Yeah, so I'm potentially in for this shit longer than I think. Yeah, and that's still, even with doing that, that's still not even, that's only like the main part of the campaign. And just like with the first Red Dead, it still continues on after that. So it's like two endings because you have the first part. Well, I guess it's, it's not really a spoiler because, I mean, obviously, if motherfuckers ain't played it in three years, you don't know, but... Um, if any history about like the first Red Dead Redemption you play as John Marston and then you finish off that story where you end up getting killed, John gets killed and then you take over as his son, Jack, for the epilogue of the story, which could still be tons of more hours. So in Red Dead Redemption 2, it's a prequel. So you play as Arthur. When Arthur's story ends, then you pick up as John and there's still more shit. So that's what I mean, like two endings like Arthur's ending, and then you still pick up five years later, continuing to play the game as fucking John with all of this shit to do that has nothing to do with nothing. Look, when I when I saw it, it was like, oh, it's an expansion thing. I thought uh, initially, the, the first day I was playing it, that I was like, oh, this shit probably, you know, I'll probably blow through this shit in like a week or so. Because <laughs> there's so much shit that I'm used to just 
when I when I like jump into it, it just be like boom and it's over with. And I'd be like, oh damn, for real? Like, so I thought it wasn't gonna be something that really lasted that long. And that was why they had an expansion shit that you can buy for it. I didn't realize that it was like, no, this shit is so fun and it is like so much immersive shit and like it's a fully open, like open source reactive, like the whole world. You can fucking do everything. You can climb every fucking mountain. You can pick up every rock. You can cut down every fucking tree. If you got the right goddamn weapon, you could fight every fucking whoever you see. You can talk to every person. It's there's nothing that you can't affect or interact with. Nigga, exact same shit. You can talk to every fucking person in the goddamn game. You can fight and kill everybody in the game. It's like a couple of hundred animals that you can fucking discover, hunt, and or eat the motherfuckers. Bruh, listen, and, this, and that's the thing too, nigga. So like, look, you can, you can hunt shit. So wolves, for example, always travel in packs in the game like they do in real life. If you come across some wolves and one of them see you, they will all start surrounding you and run around circling you, trying to get you to focus on any one of the two of them so that the third can sneak up behind you type shit. They will hunt you. So you actually have to fucking kill the motherfuckers, but they faster than you. So you can't kill them. Your best shot is to shoot them with an arrow or try to sneak up with. Now, that shit literally shows you your your sound as you approaching. So you can buy clothes that, that make you quieter, like some like spandex type shit to make your movements quieter. Uh, if you get around tall grass, you can fucking crouch down. And if you move slower, your moves are quieter. So you see the volume that you're, the sound that you're making as you move in this shit towards whatever. Now I have fucking hunted down wolves and just shot them, but wolves are fucking strong. So if you don't get them in a direct headshot, they will get to fucking running off or them niggas will come after you. The other thing is, if you use a fire arrow or a flaming arrow, it will kill it. And not only, so if you kill it in general, you get two hunks of raw prime meat. If you kill it with a fire arrow, it's seared prime meat. So it gives you more hearts back when you eat it and shit. Or you can take it to a, uh, to a fucking pot and you can actually cook the shit. The cooking shit is a whole nother fucking thing because you can mix different shit together to make either elixirs or you can make different dishes. Like, nigga, there's salt that you, there's rock salt that you can find that you can break up and put into the fucking food. So then you got like a salted fish dish or a meat skewer or mushrooms or whatever. You can mix the different shits together to make a completely different dish. Or if you mix the wrong shit together or mix monster parts or something from something that you killed, a monster or whatever, then it turns into dubious food, which is so fucking disgusting that it's pixelated and blurred out so you can't even see what it is. It gives you like a little bit of health but it also makes your fucking stomach hurt. There are so many fucking intricacies to this game. And I'm like, fam, I now I'm convinced that I'm low-key never going to finish that bitch. Maybe. Like I said, you could dedicate it just most of your time to that, but I'm saying even if you're splitting up that time between Smash Brothers because it's different. It's like me playing Red Dead or anything else that I'm playing that's story-based, but then also taking some time to play Tekken. It's completely separate. But same way, when you're... You're hunting. You're hunting either for food or you also hunt for um, skins. That because when you start off the game, you're you're in a a camp with your other people in your gang. Mm -hmm. So you're partially responsible for bringing them fucking food so they can make the stew and shit to feed everybody at the camp. On top the of the J stew. On top of the <laughs> yeah, the J stew. <laughs> Terrible. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> or you basically making shit at your own little camp, like I said, to cook the shit up and eat it. And you got all these different 
Like you can go out and find time and and other shit like that to mix with the shit to be able to make it and eat it. So like between you eating fish or you can eat any of the fucking reptiles or, you know, all of the, the other shit, aquatic life, all of that shit's the same. And just like when you're doing the hunting, when you're out there hunting, not only can you see when you're using your, your one vision to kind of track shit, you can see the trail a lot of times that the animal left as you're trying to uh, find it. Also, it'll show you how the wind is affecting because like, let's say you're stalking an elk, the elk is out there, but if the wind is blowing down on that elk, the elk can sense you. So you have to kind of be in the right way and creep up to possibly get a <laughs> shot to hit that motherfucker with the arrow or you could just shoot it with a gun, but it depends on what you're doing it for. So like you can fill that motherfucker full of lead, but then obviously it's going to make the meat worse. But just like when you're trapping to get skins off of the motherfuckers, you take it to the trapper and he makes you new clothes. So it's like all of this shit on top of the fact that they do so much shit is like you go into a hotel. I can go to a hotel, take a bath and choose whether or not to wash my own body parts and going through those actions. Or you can pay a chick another 50 cents to come in and she washes you instead. Nigga, yo, like that's crazy how like because there's so many similarities because like nigga, if you go to a uh, any town or village that you go into, they have like a a hotel or a place that you can like sleep for the night and shit. And if you do, they give you like upgraded options. So it's like you can just sleep here, or you can sleep in a soft bed, or like you can you can yeah. sleep in the soft bed, or you can get the soft bed plus the spa treatment. And if you get the spa treatment with the soft bed, you wake up and it gives you. Like, so let's say you have five fucking uh, hearts for your health. Um, it will give you an additional three so you can get like bonus hearts to go on top of your shit for if you're going out knowing that you're about to go fight some shit. Yeah. And and it's just, it's a lot to the fucking game, bro. Like just little shit that you find out along the way. Um, when I jumped off something and tried to shoot something with an arrow on the way down, it gives you, it puts you in like matrix slow motion and shit. Like, oh shit. <laughs> so you get the opportunity to really take aim on a motherfucking shit because yeah. you're doing like a heroic cool ass moment. That shit is, is nuts, bro. Yeah, very. I mean, and even still like we were talking about with the uh, the wolves too, same shit with the wolves, especially if you're on horseback and you're running a lot on the trail. As soon as you hear wolf, like nigga, it's probably like four or five of them shits and they're coming towards you for sure so they'll warn you wolves ain't as bad but always within red dead games you never want to hear any cat animals so like no fucking jaguars <laughs> or fucking mountain lions and no shit when you hear them shits it's like nigga they coming for you run, run the fuck up out of there or definitely make sure you ready to kill this motherfucker but there is nothing worse and especially with Red Dead 2 looking so much more realistic, I, I can't wait till we're almost done because I just want to show you a fucking clip of nothing fucks with you more than a goddamn grizzly running up on you. And there's grizzlies and then there's black bears. Black bears, usually you'll see, they'll run off. Normally, they ain't going to come at you, but nigga, grizzlies will damn near make you shit yourself. <laughs> I mean, you should. That's, that's the Revenant type shit. They get, like, get your ass Oh, chalk. yeah, and they, and they will fuck you up on some Revenant shit too. That's hilarious, Just like bro. that. Yeah, this this shit is definitely fully immersive. I really enjoy playing this shit so far, and that's why I fuck with the side mission shit because it's just other shit that you can do and figure out. And a lot of little shit that I've done is like sharpened up my skills when I ran into a fucking whole camp of monsters just chilling, minding their own business. I'm gonna fuck you up though because I can. Like I'm gonna fight y'all niggas. I'm gonna use bomb arrows and I'm gonna blow some shit up and get y'all all separated and then one by one start picking y'all niggas off. Or I'm gonna take high ground and fuck y'all up. I am 
it, bro, like it's it's fun. I'm having a good time fucking with this shit. So I mean, that's why I'm going to stick to the one. Granted, it might not hurt to pick up something like Smash Brothers because it ain't like a fucking story based shit right. with a whole bunch of extra. It's just fucking shit up, fighting, right. and that's what the fuck Mortal Kombat is and was supposed to be. Sitting now a week out, that shit sucks. Still, yeah, doubling down. We were talking about this previous. Yeah, it's it's bad. The the it's double bad. down, okay? Yeah. I ain't talking about KFC, all right? We doubling down on the fact that that shit was ass. And I understand that there are people who just like, no, man. Like, listen, big issue, right? Everybody said, well, I said, there's no character development. There's no backstory, right? I feel like we don't know shit about none of these people. We just get thrown right in. Which low key would be okay because it's fucking Mortal Kombat. Who doesn't already know Mortal Kombat that's going to see Mortal Kombat? And then everybody says, man, you don't need backstory and history. It's Mortal Kombat. Cool. Then I say, nigga, it's a prequel and we never actually get the Mortal Kombat tournament, which is some bullshit. Then niggas go, man, this was set up so we have some backstory and some history on what Mortal Kombat is. <laughs> nigga, y'all just said we didn't need that. <laughs> And we don't need that. We I don't need backstory on the characters for real. And I don't need backstory on the fucking tournament, nigga. Give me the tournament. Like let let them fight, my nigga. What ain't that what Ken Watanabe said in fucking Godzilla, my nigga? Let them fight, my nigga. That's all I wanted to see. And in a world where we have shit like John Wick or the Raid or the Raid Two, we have. Phenomenal action occurring and shit. If you take away the super powered moments in this movie, it is super mediocre fighting. Well, it is, but but again, I, I think ultimately this still comes down to the idea that it's mostly bad because of the fact that the writing was terribly bad. Because if you've never seen or played at least Mortal Kombat 10 and definitely 11, even though I haven't played 11 yet, but the story mode in that is way more interesting to watching those depictions in the actual game than it is for this movie. And I mean, it doesn't have to be that deep, but like, yeah, it just, it, the fucking story just really sucks. And it's like, if you were going to, the, the Cole Young thing is what really fucking made it the worst. Cause had they just had someone that was the main character that was halfway interesting or showed some emotion, it might've been a lot more passable. But again, Everything takes time because everybody's always like, you know, when some shit drops the first day, especially when it's music, they're like, yeah, this shit a classic. How, nigga? Classic is defined by time. So we had a week plus to really digest this fucking Mortal Kombat movie. And now I'm looking at it like, yeah, I have no desire to watch that shit again, which proves to me it's a lot worse than I thought it was that first day. Because I'm like, yeah, I'm straight. I don't need to watch this shit. Yeah, bro. Uh, and you know what fucked me up, too? Everybody been posting, and I just put up a post on this shit on Facebook a little while ago. Everybody has been saying, man, look, y'all can say what y'all want about Mortal Kombat, man, but Melina was thicker than cold grits, and she was thicker than froze peanut butter, and all this other shit. And I'm like, I don't remember that. <laughs> so they, they were just looking at shape of ass in there, and I get where they were going, but I wasn't really willing to say all that. The only thing I had said was that, you know, Sissy Stringer is is actually really pretty in real life. That's the only thing I had to add to that. Yeah, so didn't even know who the fuck she was. Went and looked her up, Googled her, and I was like, oh, she cute or whatever in the face. And I'm like, let me find some images to see what that back look like. <laughs> Clearly, all y'all girlfriends ain't got no booty. 
<laughs> like niggas was, I'm just lost. But fuck Mortal Kombat. What's new this week? Uh, Invincible has wrapped up. Oh, before we get into that, also for anyone that's listening or wondering for us to sum it up. In other words, if you're a gamer, you got a, twi- a Switch, go on yourself and get, your, get yourself Zelda Breath of the Wild. And then if you have a PS4 or any of the other systems, even if you have it on PC, go get yourself Red Dead Redemption 2 if you've never played the shit. All right. Anyway, Invincible. Yeah. So Invincible, who is... Very vincible <laughs> the whole time, uh, which is the the ironic joke essentially written into the fucking show uh, has wrapped up. And I feel like this was a strong first season. Well, I expected it to be. You were just so overly obsessed, seeming about wondering why the fuck Omni-Man did what he did. And I mean, like I said, I... I basically had told you anyway in regards to what I thought it was going to be in the first place. Oh, yeah. And it turned out to basically be that. But, I mean, just the whole idea of, like I said, I was good with it because I knew it was it was going to be not necessarily a slow burn, but, like I said, they, they had a lot to pilfer. And so the fact that they've already renewed it, of course, for a season two and season three makes sense because I expect this shit to go on for some time because, I mean, yeah, it's, it's dope as shit. Um, I wasn't really... Actually, in a lot of ways, episode eight was more anticlimactic than I expected it to be because I just really didn't expect him to just basically be getting his ass whooped all episode. <laughs> the whole fucking <laughs> I show. I thought something else was going to happen, but I mean, yeah, for, you know, it was a nice setup and way to end it just to know that if they come back for a new season that it's like, all right, you got a good step to just kind of come out there and then st- still continue the story that's actually fucking interesting no less yeah yeah for sure i don't know i feel like some of my other childhood like anime experiences kind of made me feel like something may happen and i feel like they planted some seeds for some shit that didn't necessarily come to fruition that that may or may not have been some for example uh there was one moment i want to say episode two when those aliens kept coming to the fucking planet right and they had to keep beating them back from the city uh, there was that one moment where mark was essentially getting socked out like everybody else and he finally like fucking super snapped and just went off and i was like oh shit that might be something to come back later and be crazy like it may be a level that he get pushed to where he can just like go for real, which kind of reminded me of on some Dragon Ball Z type shit when when Gohan, young Gohan was just he was strong, but if he would li- like really lose it or he would snap and go into like rage, he would exponentially increase and just fuck everything up around him. So us seeing that that one time told me that that would potentially be something that comes back later, and it didn't, but. I think you're still just calling that early because I'm still thinking in eight episodes. No, 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 no. I'm saying I thought that it would come back within this first season somewhere because they they gave us an inkling of it. Not to say that it might not happen later on. Uh, And it also kind of made me think like, damn, I wonder if already I've been convinced that Omni-Man was lying about the Viltrumites. But I was wondering if there were some other things to it as well. Like maybe Mark would fucking just suddenly beef the fuck up and 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 be bigger than he was or maybe he would do something else to become stronger or maybe after getting his ass beat to the point of damn near dying that he would fucking recover and be much stronger or just fucking something but it's just none of that he just be getting beat the fuck up i don't again i hear you on surface i don't think that that's what's going on because i think even with omni man implied that it was one of those things of like 
they get more powerful as things go along. And I think part of the the issue of him getting his ass whooped in that way was one of those things of like every time they get fucked up and they heal, they come back stronger than they were previous. So we don't know exactly yet, but I'm fairly sure that that's uh, my guess is that that's exactly where this is going. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the shit was just it's it's heat overall. Regardless, I think the big crazy moments in the episode definitely made it to where it was a satisfactory finale. I mean, we really like open to the possibilities of what the fuck can happen going into season two, which they've already renewed it. I saw it in in all the reputable sources. Yeah, so, that's what I'm you know, season two and three, they already approved. Yeah, so Deadline, Variety, Hollywood Reporter, all saying that two, two and three are, you know, greenlit or whatever. So that's cool. So we get more of these characters that we really fucked with. I think that like, there are some major moments, like the train sequence. The, nigga, that was fucking crazy. That right there was crazier than I think everything else in the season for me. Well, this is true. And that it was almost a tipping point where I don't know if it's just like I'm getting old and I don't want to be like, this is unnecessary. But this was definitively the most brutal episode. Where I'm just like, God damn, can anybody get a fucking break? <laughs> like, like, Jesus Christ, the fucking collateral damage in this bitch. Like, but obviously, See, this, this is the first time by comparison to even like the boys where. It was like, hey, yeah, fuck y'all, you normal people. <laughs> like, right. fu- like and, and this is what can happen if I say fuck y'all. And because I just don't give a fuck, I'm going to stand here and do this shit, then come over here and do this, then go over here and do this, and there is nothing nobody can do. Right. And we never got that in anything else like this. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it, it, it was definitely hard to watch like I said even if I'm used to watching some of the most fucked up shit in in anime tentacle porn from the fucking 90s and I was like god damn this is kind of fucked up yeah this this episode was definitely hard to watch in that regard like god damn I feel like Invincible wrapped up pretty dope it gave us a real what the fuck finale and set us up for whatever is to come next word Frost, what up? You even got Bobby Frost by it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bobby Frost by it. Right here. <laughs> In the live chat. Every time I think about something like that when Frost comes up or any of my friends, when I think about that shit with Martin Lawrence, um, God damn it. Uh, Hash Chappelle in it. I'm trying to think when he was when he fucking stole a diamond. Why am I blanking on the goddamn name right now? Uh, wait, was that Blue Streak? No, Blue Streak. Blue Streak. That was no, Blue Streak. Okay, because I always always can't remember. Like I know National Security was around the same oh, time. Oh yeah, yeah. Because no, because that was he like eh, yeah, right. Yeah. So for yeah, sure. Blue Streak, which which was very funny to me. It was like probably one oh, of the yeah, few yeah, yeah. It was, it was fucking dope. Martin Lawrence things that I actually thought was funny as fuck. But it was the shit with Chappelle where he was like, <laughs> he was like, yeah, tell me about. Old boy about uh Martin Lawrence's character when he was uh in- interrogating Chappelle mm-hmm. and he was like, All I know is he's gay. Gay, <laughs> right. gay, gay. And that's what I think when I whenever I see Frost. <laughs> that's funny. Oh yeah, and for the record, not that we don't love the gays. We love the gays. So <clears throat> Oh yeah, gay people cool. Yeah. Uh, look, I mean 
gay people fucking party better than everybody. Personal opinion. I have I have went and kicked it to fucking uh there's a we got a gay club here. I don't think it's open no more, but it's called Bounce. And I went with Duran. Nigga, I never had more fun in my life. I went into um I went to no, not Flex. Uh the grid. The grid. Back that sounded like a gay club. Yeah, it was uh, down around uh, when it used to be on West Ninth. But um, yeah, there was a, a girl that I used to go to school with, and she used to hang with like her friend in the gay clubs all the time. And I ended up going with her, and there and sitting in there, and was like, I ain't gonna say I was having the most fun. It was just like, all right, it's like any other club. Like, yeah, I'd rather be home. Nah, well, no, I feel you. I feel you. Uh, before I got to that point in in life, uh, when I did still like going out, it was like everybody was just super cool, like. He told me when we were going in, like, yo, everybody's going to know that you're not gay. And I was like, oh, all right, cool, whatever. So I was just in there being my fucking usual self. But, like, I fucks with everybody. So well, but that's the whole thing. But it always comes down to that shit where, like, yeah, I'm very staunch on that whole idea of, like, the most homophobic people are obviously trying to deal with their own homosexual thoughts. Right. And it's like, when you're very, you know, confident in your sexuality, it's like, you don't trip on that shit. Like I said, I've known you for the longest. Like, you don't ever trip on that shit. It's not even an issue. It's like, I love pussy. I love titties. That's cool. You can love whatever you want to do. It has no effect on me. Right. How does that fuck with you? It Look, it doesn't. And, bro, like, so, I'd have been to plenty of, you know, I guess, straight parties. I don't even know how to, like, how do you even, you know, whatever. Been to a normal traditional club or whatever. A billion times. I went to Bounce. They started it out with a drag show. And everybody is like standing around the stage while these dudes go up there and, and kill their lip sync and shit on their drag shit. And it was just fucking hilarious to me. Like, this is the whatever. Uh, seeing them do their thing. So, then when they finish, the hosts come back up and Everybody just like kind of antsy, like bouncing and shit, like on their tiptoes. And all this space is there. So everybody is standing around the outside looking down at the stage. And he was like, all right, bitches, let's fucking do it. And everybody was like, ah. It was like fucking Braveheart, nigga. Because everybody from every direction, 360, swarmed to the stage to try to get a spot on the stage. And everybody just started dancing. The fucking lights came on, smoke machines start going and shit, and the in the fucking beats drop, nigga. It was like, yo, what just happened? Nigga, like, and of course I'm black, so everybody around you start running, you start running. So everybody ran. I was like, fuck it, me too. Nigga, I just had a good ass time. It was some dudes in there was like, hey, you're handsome, but I can tell you're straight. Anyway, what are you drinking? Fuck it, nigga. Get me a ginger ale or a Red Bull. Because <laughs> y'all not on drink. But you know what I'm saying? Nigga, I had unlimited Red Bull and ginger ale that night. I got to fucking run around the club, which I've never fucking done before. Like, nigga got to dance. It was some straight chicks there, too. That was like, shit, whatever. Ended up getting a little bit of that ham and twerky. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had a great fucking time. So, yeah. Fuck all the bullshit. Nigga. If you ain't never been to a gay club... Go. I advise it. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Do you? Yeah. Whatever makes you happy. It just gotta have a weird name like the Flamingo or the Grid or some shit like that. Then you know it's a gay club. You know what I'm saying? Straight clubs though don't have weird names like that. They have 
they have another kind of weird names. <laughs> shit, shit like Lotus and Medusa. That's straight. The gothic asshole. <laughs> I stole that. That's from that's from Arrested Development. Yeah, okay. But yeah, that's uh hilarious. <laughs> the pressed fruit bowl. You see that? That's a gay club. Go in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for something that says, I'm a daddy who likes leather. You mean like a leather daddy? Yes. Yeah. Uh, shit, Arrested man. Development is the greatest. If you ain't fucking watched it. I'm, that's Stop another thing I'm going to put on the list and check it out. So I saw uh, so I saw Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat Annihilation on DVD for $5 at the game exchange the other day. So I said fucking and went ahead and bought it. So now I own the best and the worst Mortal Kombat on one disc, and then I can watch the middle mediocre one at any time on HBO Max, <laughs> at least for the moment. Oh, shit, I forgot to try to download that shit. Yeah, that needs to come up. Yeah, fuck it. Ham and twerky. Yup, yeah. yeah. They was in there handing out twerk like pamphlets, baby. <laughs> it was going. Uh, yeah. What the fuck else happened in television and film this week? Shit, I don't know. You watched fucking um, that goddamn Michael B. Jordan movie. Okay, so listen, let me let me let me do this now because I have always spoken on the fact that you know everybody was like, "Yo, man, I feel like Michael B. Jordan was amazing as Killmonger," and I was just like, maybe it was the stupid fucking hair. I don't know what it is, but something about Michael B. Jordan, which I also posted on Facebook, he has an inescapable wholesome non-threatening cheesiness to him that I cannot take him seriously. You Haven't can, been able to do it. Everyone put some respect on Wallace's name. Oh, that's right. Your non-wire watching that. I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm getting there. I swear. Not that not that not that he was hardcore in the in the, in the wire. He was he was completely soft in the wire. So it, it still it helps your case more than it does for mine. For anything. sure. But well, no, see, that's the thing. Like, he was super clean cut. You know what I'm saying? Cheese in uh, Chronicle. He was super. I mean, he wasn't necessarily super clean cut cheese in uh, in Fruvale Station, but he was playing another real person, and there's not a whole lot. And you know that was like whatever. Uh, I still bought his Killmonger shit. I, I understand where you're going, but I didn't have an issue with his Killmonger shit. Listen, I'm telling you, it's strictly on the strength of the fact that the nigga had like muscles or whatever. But like, he was like, is this your king? I wasn't like, not at that I part. just never felt like this is like the horrifying nigga for real. I feel like with the exception of the fact that he appeared to be in ultimately better shape, I feel like Mbaku and his niggas would have dog walked that nigga for if they would have ran up on him. I'm not really going with that. This is what I'm going to say. In the same way that we had that conversation like last week or whatever the fuck about um, Chris Rock and mm -hmm. him not being able to be taken seriously. And I said, Chris Rock can be taken seriously as long as he's not trying to yell. <laughs> right. And it's kind of the same thing with Michael B. Jordan. When he did like, let's say from the opening scene of him being in the museum him being calm and collected and being like that type of like methodical asshole evil person i can buy that yeah maybe the whole is this your king shit is not overly intimidating to me but again when he's being a little bit more quiet about it and just showing more actions 
I can still read that in his face is a lot more threatening than probably when he's yelling. So I look at him the same way as Chris Rock, I guess. I feel it. And and so like uh, Creed, for example, I'm like, all right, my nigga got all the way in shape. You know what I'm saying? He getting it popping. He, he throwing hands for real. All right, whatever. Even after like the mega training session, he still almost got fucked. He almost still took an L in that last fight in Creed 2 against Drago. But... You know, I felt it a little bit more. I was like, all right, you know, he he a little bit more of a of a force here, but still not like nothing crazy. But without remorse, definitely the first time seeing a couple of the scenes that they shot for this joint, where I was like, Oh yeah, I wouldn't fuck with that nigga. Like I wouldn't fuck with this man. Like, nah, that's this nigga's a nut. This is the first time I ever felt that. There's a there's a moment where he gets arrested and he wants to get out of he wants to get out of jail and gets into a prison fight with a bunch of the guards. He was fucking them up. <laughs> I was like, yo. And that was the first time I have officially turned a corner with how I feel about Michael B. Jordan based on just a few scenes in this movie alone. Finally, like, all right, yeah. I believe this nigga. And okay. I feel like, and I feel like he's, I feel like this, but I feel like that's because he's improving. He's, you know, which is a good thing. You know what I'm saying? You want that. You want to see that. So it's definitely dope. And, and the movie as a whole, I felt like was good. There's good action occurring. I know I made fun of it. Like, oh, he's supposed to be super effective and super deadly and all that other shit. I, I think they even cut that line out of the movie. I don't even think it was said in there. Uh, talking about how effective and dangerous and all that other shit he is. I feel like they may have very well heard that and been like, yep, let's cut the trope out. Right and and just let the movie play out how it did and it was good and they set it up for a sequel and I want to see that shit so I'm hoping that this shit does well enough to allow that to happen. Well, sounds very Tom Clancy ish because I mean since I don't know anything about any of the other stuff that he writes outside of uh, whatever he did for uh, the character that Harrison Ford played, Jack Ryan. Yeah, Jack Ryan. And it was a Jack. Yeah, it's always a Jack. <laughs> right. Jack, uh, but yeah, look, that the shit was fine for me. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty dope, and I probably will watch it again because it has some, it has some good moments. I would say probably comparable to like uh, Hemsworth in like the Extraction Joint, really from Netflix last year. Yeah, huh. I would say okay. very, I would say very on par with that. But I'm assuming what not as brutal, or it is. No, no. Actually, I would say it is. I would say it is. It's okay. yeah. He got some. This it's some shit happening in this joint for real. Okay. The setup at the end was definitely textbook, but at the same time, I didn't know that that was how they were going to play it. I felt like they had done enough leading up to that point for me to at least say, "All right, fuck it, whatever." Like I was, I was bought in at that point already. Um, not even knowing that they were going to try to play it as a sequel until I read the synopsis before I pressed play on the shit and it was like the origin story of, and I was like, okay, so they're going to go for more than one. So I knew that that was in the back of my mind. It was okay though. Like I I, I was able to live with it. Okay. I mean, it it sounds better in that sense of like, yeah, okay, I'll watch it. But again, like I ain't promising it's getting watched this evening. <laughs> no, I feel you. I feel you. I don't know. Nah, trust me. Is there anything else we should be covering before we wrap up? I really want to make the people fucking aware of Southside. I really want to. Yes, make let's sure do that. Here, no. So, Southside. 
um, if you've listened to any of our previous shows, especially a couple of weeks ago, we had talked about Sherman Showcase. Uh, Sherman Showcase is a show that was created by Bashir Salahuddin in Diallo Riddle, friend of the show. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so, unofficial, official, unofficial, official, right. friend of the show. Right. So, um, what I what I did learn. Oh yeah, not not. Did I send you that link for the? Um, the Q&A that they had? Yeah, I watched the whole shit. I meant okay. to hit you up. Cool. It. So, yeah. So, so I have a little bit more background on them. So, yeah. um, so both of them, uh, Bashir and Diallo, they uh, they were writers. They wrote for uh, Jimmy Fallon for like four years. Uh, they met in college. And it was one of those things where they got themselves in the position to start having shows and producing their own shit and being out there. So, in the midst of this, I found out about Sherman Showcase first and they created that show but i also had seen bashir just acting on the show glow on netflix okay. but i didn't really i didn't put the two and two together until after i started watching sherman showcase and i checked imdb and i'm like yeah that is so-and-so's husband on glow but i had to watch glow at the time because i grew up when glow was on tv Show young ass gonna say some shit because it came out the year you were born, so you wouldn't even pretty know. much, nigga. That's where. <laughs> so, so when I was a kid and I watched the gorgeous ladies of wrestling, so when they made the show out of it, I was like, yeah, I gotta watch this shit. But yeah, he played on that show. So anyway, gotcha. before Sherman's showcase, though, I had heard about this show called Southside, and they showed like one of the first episodes on um, YouTube. It was on Comedy Central. So somebody else had told me to watch it. Um, Burner actually had told me to watch it and it was at the time I don't have cable so I wasn't really making the time to go see the shit to see the shit but I figured eventually it'd come around so since HBO Max also has a, a path into a lot of Comedy Central shit it finally showed up on HBO Max either earlier this month or late in um, March so I finally got a chance to watch it so unfortunately I think it only made it the one season so it's only 10 episodes but this show. I, I saw I saw Diallo post something saying that that two was on the way, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He posted. So yeah, you know, because <laughs> you know, friend of the show. So I got a little insider information. <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah, he said season two is in the works though, which is dope. Yeah, let fucking season two of that and Sherman come, nigga. Listen, nigga. there are so many shits in that. <laughs> so just stupid fucking shit that's just wonderful. So yes, yeah, so so Sherman Showcase is another show created by Diallo and Bashir Houdin. And the thing that I realized about this shit that makes it so dope, it basically it it focuses mostly on it's also co-created by uh, Bashir's brother, Sultan Salahuddin. And in the show, got some cool ass names. <laughs> I guess if you, if you probably got raised Muslim, or you know your your parents during that sixty seventy period was like, yeah, you know we naming all our kids some Arabic shit. Like, I guess so. Because obviously, Sultan though, nigga, that's a, yeah, nigga, that's critical, <laughs> nigga. Like, so it's like so Bashir. Well, Sultan is the main character of the show to a certain degree. It's really an ensemble show because the way they presented it first, you think the show is going to center around. Sultan, who plays Simon, Simon James, and he, one of his best friends is a guy named Kareem, who is also a twin, and they work for a place that's obviously a fucking parody of Rent-A-Center. RTO. So, <laughs> rent to own. so they basically go back and always are repossessing people's shit. So that's what you think the show is mostly about, following these adventures of these two motherfuckers doing this shit. And it's partially that, 
but it is definitively an ensemble cast show. So the whole thing is, is that you follow those adventures of them doing the rental own shit. And they run in the shit. And this, this all takes place in Chicago as well. So the fact that they're doing their thing of running around and, you know, taking people's shit back. But everybody that works at the job is a fucking asshole. Um, other people that show up in the show, Lil Rail is in the show. Um, he plays somebody that works for the company, but he's also like cutting hair. When they're off. <laughs> and um Bashir, he plays um an officer on the show. Um he plays a uh, fucking um officer goodnight. And he's partnered with his uh his partner, the lady cop, Zenobia, Zenobia Turner. So basically they're there to help the rent to own motherfuckers to like if they need help. With some motherfuckers on some bullshit trying to get their shit repossessed, they're supposed to be paying them under the table to help them out. The Chicago right. police, but they just every episode, it's like it's a continuity to it, but it's not like every episode is about some completely different shit. But it's all connected <laughs> at the same time. Listen, the show was good out the gate, but man, when you get to, uh, I want to say it was episode. That was either episode two or three. The day the Jordans come out, nigga. Nigga. Oh man, that was that was the episode where definitively, like, I was like, wow, like, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I said, was so... me only getting to see the first episode, but when that episode came. That's when I immediately, I think, I hit you up again. And I was like, nigga, you need to watch this shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's some it's some it's some nutty shit that they do in the show. Because but it's it definitely most... is realistic. Like it's realistic, right? It's but the most it's... real nigga shit. But it's it's the typical thing that. It's exaggerated. It's like yeah, it's ever so slightly. That's the crazy shit about it. Right. It's only slightly exaggerated to what like these real life like scenarios and situations would be. Right. It seems like between the stuff that they do there and the stuff that they do on Sherman. And mind you, these dudes are pretty educated, but they're also very real. So it's like you when you first see the show. My first impression that I assumed that it was just going to be some nigga shit, and I'm like, this could go either way. It's either going to be typical hood comedy. Or it's going to be something else. And the fact that they always ride this line of like some nigga shit that's so intelligent all at the same time. And so like, if you like, yeah, you know what, in comparison, especially when they did the Q&A, if you like Atlanta, there's a very high good chance that you'll like Southside as well. It's not yeah. as it's not as far fetched as a lot of Atlanta shit is, but in that same way where you watching some super intelligent nigga shit, where it's like you have to also not be a dummy to make sure that you catch all the jokes. Yeah, it's so subversive. Yeah, which is which is great. And, and I mean, <laughs> you just you just can't go wrong. I want I, I'm I'm excited to see more of the content that they produce. I'm hoping that we actually get a a proper full season two of Sherman's showcase. I feel like it I feel like it can't cost that much. I don't think it does, but I mean, you know, again, I think we're just talking about new era shit and COVID and blah, blah, blah. That'll be Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and to see them say that something is happening with a season two is outside, like, bro, we yeah. I'm hype. I gotta see. I need all parts of this shit. Cause it's it's cool to be able to find shit. It makes me want to go look up more shit. But it's like you know, like this shit kind of fell in a nigga lap. You know, uh, the same way that it, it kind of like fell in yours. So it's right. It's like 
you know, how do you how do you find little gems like this? Because I'm sure, because the shit been out forever, so I'm sure there's other shit that's out there that potentially is like this that we just don't know where to go and look for it. Yeah, and I think Southside came out in maybe 2017 or 2018-ish or so, somewhere around there. Because, yeah, it hasn't been that long, but it was definitely a couple of years ago. So, yeah, also to bring this back around to more of our uh, regular ongoing hatred of coming to America... Coming to America. Um, the thing about Southside also that I forgot to mention, like I said, because since it it's created by Bashir Salahuddin, his brother Sultan stars in it. Their sister Zuri is also in it. And a lot of other actors that are on the show also ended up on Sherman Showcase. So they definitely have a thing of, they like to keep working with a lot of the same actors and actresses and keep that bond of working with people that you fuck with and you know and just making different shit. Just like even um, Officer Turner that rolls with Bashir's character of Officer Goodnight, that's actually his wife. So the fact that they keep that shit in the fam and do it that way, it's what I wish they would have done with coming to America. Like I said, where take the same actors and actresses, just do a whole different story, whole different setup. Exactly. And not try to make a sequel to some shit that don't need to be made because... It could have been great on that particular respect. And I mean, mind you, like I said, that that's what makes this shit so dope to me is that you fucking with your peoples and y'all just find different ways of presenting new material. Exactly. So fucking see, hilarious. folks, if you're asking for the critically acclaimed Vig Norris's opinion, uh, his critical opinion of coming to America. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Stinks. Yes, Mr. Sherman. Everything stinks. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and I did try to watch that again recently. And what, the critic? No, no, no. The critic is my shit. Oh. No, no, no. Critic gets watched multiple times a year. Um, no, coming to America. Oh, why did you do that? Because I was about to go to sleep and I was bored. And I said, you know what? Let me put on some shit that I haven't run to death, um, you know, a million and one times. So I ended up... Um, Started it. I think I fast forwarded through at least to when they got to America. I kind of watched that scene. I definitely skipped over the get off scene because I ain't doing it. Mm -hmm. Fuck that. As a Prince fan, I'm not doing it. Skipped through that and I kind of watched a little bit of some of it. And then I said, all right, fuck it. And um, yeah, I went to sleep. But yeah, that's that's one of the reasons why. <laughs> Yeah. So just not good, bruh. Yeah. So I didn't even make it to all of the other shit that we really hated, you know, like the, the final party and all of that. Oh man. Yeah, the movie just didn't do it for you, boy. Just go watch Coming to America. Just, you know, like T O not nineteen eighty eight. Yeah, go watch that eighty eight thing and and enjoy the goodness, you know, the rated R goodness and 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 the you know that's the well, uh, that's that's the uh, that's the L Jackson cut. <laughs> oh, and, and again and again, like what you like. That's but, true. But we have no problem shitting on what you like, even if you like it. But like what you yeah, like, like yeah, no, like, like whatever you, you like. You allowed to be wrong, shit. I mean, shit. So are we. <laughs> uh, but you know, it just it just doesn't happen often. Because goddamn, Pootie Tang is a fucking American classic, and I don't give a fuck what none of y'all say. So that's the thing. Look, so many people shit on Pootie Tang. Yeah, you know, you cannot shit on Pootie Tang. That shit is fire. They do it, and it doesn't matter. It will never stop my love of Pootie Tang. I don't give a fuck. Hold on, wait. See, for all these young rap niggas out here 
that don't understand. Y'all think you got something going on. You think you're doing something with the bars. But what about when Pootie said, Nigga, <laughs> I mean, come on now. Y'all niggas ain't never said nothing like that. That's only Pootie saying. Pootie you know too saying? good. Pootie too good. <laughs> Pootie too good. Yeah. Hey, Listen, y'all have officially been hit off with your weekly dose of blurs and clips. We're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up and get the fuck out of Dodge. DJ Step, one famous ass, just walked in. And then you know what I'm saying? So I'm sitting here with some of my nearest and dearest. <laughs> DJ you know Step, one famous. Yes, he Vig, Vig in the <laughs> building. We got we got Step, one in the building. Scream, man. Uh, man, so yeah, we gonna go ahead and wrap this thing up as always. If y'all want to connect with us, of course, you can join the chat right here live on Twitch every Saturday. Twitch.tv slash BKA Watts. Listen, the time is just never the same, okay? But just know that it's happening on Saturday when the sun is up, all right? God damn it. Otherwise, blurs yeah, and clips at gmail.com is where you send your questions, comments, concerns, and show subjects. Those come straight to my phone, so I will respond to you. But if you say some goofy shit, oh, trust that you're going to get some goofy shit back in response, my nigga. Where can they follow you? Because he got time today, cuz. <laughs> I, I got time today. Vigatron <laughs> um, 999. Yes, and you guys follow me at BKA Watts because you niggas don't know my first name. And. We out there, bitch. We appreciate y'all tapping in with us, man. Yes, another episode in the motherfucking books. Now we got to come up with what we're going to call this joint, man. I have no clue. I always come up with the cool episode titles like right before I post these hoes. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm not going to try to do it right now. Fuck, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, well, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know why the fuck we stalling thinking about that shit. Like, yeah, that's not for me to think about. At you know this what? Point. Yeah, at least, fuck at it. least not right now, right now. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. Hey, look, well... You'll see it when it happens. All up on your streaming services. As always on them good old Sundays. We out.